1: a day has come and gone and expectations for the Orlando Magic are pretty low outside of the Advent Health Training Center but pretty high inside of it why the magic believe something special is brewing plus we'll hear from Wendell Carter and his mid-day availability it's time for Locked On Magic.
0: You are Locked On Magic.
1: Your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is September 27th, 2022. My name is Philip Ross. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at RR underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Orlando Magic discuss their expectations for the upcoming 2022-2023 season as Media Day takes place. Well, here, we'll learn a little bit about what the Magic expect of themselves this season, some of the sights and sounds from Media Day as well as an update on some of the injuries as well. And then we'll play the whole Wendell Carter availability from Media Day as he met with us in the media. Um, I'm going to start trying to do that a little bit more, take some video, give you some raw sound as well um, so that we can uh, share a little bit more about what's going on with the Orlando Magic. Before we do any of that, though, I want to thank you all again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning. Whether it's right when we upload, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network—it's your team every day. Expectations for the Orlando Magic outside of the the Advent Health Training Center um, are are not particularly high. Um, understandably, this is this is a young team. This is a group that. Uh, has its work cut out for it, has a lot of things they have to learn. Inside the Advent Health Training Center, though, besides the apparent text chain that the Magic have of all the doubters out there, um, inside there is a lot of optimism. And of course, there should be optimism. It's Media Day, it's the first day of training camp. If you're not optimistic about what your team can accomplish today, on this day, on this first day of training camp, then what are you doing here then that means you did something terribly wrong and it's not to say that the magic are going to be out here getting ready to 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 kind of get rid of all expectations or or blow past all the expectations that everyone has previously set for them but the magic believe they are doing something special believe they have something special brewing believe that they are prepared to take the next steps. They understand the talent that they have on the roster. What's probably lacking, and again, what's probably driving a lot of these expectations or a lot of these low expectations for this organization and for this team is the lack of experience in doing it. But inside that building, the Magic believe. The Magic truly believe they're about to do something special. How they go about doing that, that's gonna be the task, and that's gonna ultimately decide whether this is a successful season or not. You've heard me say it, you'll hear me say it throughout the week, you heard me say it throughout the whole month here as we get ready for the regular season to begin. This season is about continuing to set the table. We're not looking at the finished product, we're not looking at the final pieces, final pieces of the puzzle. But this magic team believes that they have those foundations. And so the work that they're about to set off and do and the work that they're about to kind of try and accomplish here over the next month as they get ready for their opener against the Detroit Pistons, the work that the Magic are set to do um, is to learn how to win. Again, we talked about it a lot last week. We talked about it really throughout the whole offseason. Jabal Mosley has said the goal for this team is to level up. And for him, that means being more detail-oriented. It means limiting mistakes, holding each other accountable. And that was a message that was repeated throughout the whole course of media day. Throughout media day, almost every player we asked said, there is something different this year. Yes, there are good vibes. Yes, this team has incredible chemistry, but there is something different about this season. This season, the Magic want to take that next step, they have to be. They have to hold each other accountable. They have to be willing to call each other out and say, "Hey, we got to fix this mistake. We can't let this mistake happen again." And the seriousness about which the Magic are going about or discussing that possibility was the theme of Media Day. This is a young team, obviously with I think only two players older than twenty-five. This is a young team. That understands it has a lot of work to do. That winning in this league is not going to be easy. That their hopes and their dreams are not going to be handed to them. They're going to have to earn every single bit of attention that they can get. They're going to have to earn it all. But they have the willingness to do it. Now the question is, do they have the understanding and the actual knowledge to do it? And I think that's ultimately what's going to hamper them a little bit. Is the lack of experience is going to hurt them? There's a lot of guys who haven't been part of winning rosters or haven't, you know, learned how to win yet. And this season's going to be about those growing pains. Now, that's that, don't 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 put me in the text thread, guys. That is that is me being the realist here. But you certainly can overcome all that. While there is very little talk, and there was some. Um, you know, some certainly a few players. I forget who a few players said. Yes, I believe we have the talent to be a playoff team, to be a play-in team. Um, yes, you know, Markel Fultz, you know, was asked about the the tweet that he had in August about being the fourth seed, um, and he said, you know, it, you you know, I wasn't trying to start anything, but to to reach your goal, you got to manifest your goal, and 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 so verbally putting out, putting that out was you know, motivation it was was more him putting that putting that idea out there that that is something this team wants to do. And obviously, you know, he kind of mentioned it to be a championship team. Having a whole court advantage helps. So, you know, that's, that's, that's definitely part of that equation too. Um, No one, but overall, this franchise is not ready to talk about the playoffs or the play tournament. I think realistically, everyone knows that this is, that that's, that's a goal that's a dream that's not something that they don't want to aspire to but it is a long shot it is not it is not you know the sure thing and it it's not kind of the stated outward achievable goal but one thing that everyone did talk about one thing that is very seriously on the table and very seriously important for this group is that they are going to win a whole lot more that everything they're doing is directed toward winning this is not a, you know, this is a rebuild, but this is not a rebuilding team. This is a team that believes it can win, that knows it has to learn how to win, that it has a lot of work to get there, but that will judge their success by their ability to win more, to do the right things that put themselves in positions to win, in a position to to, to win more games. Like seriously, like that's, that's, that's the point of the game, isn't it? This is a team that wants to win, believes they can win, is willing to learn how to win, and ultimately has winning as their goal. That is the one thing nobody was afraid to shy from. And while while I think everyone would probably agree that maybe the tangible success, that playoff berth, might be a year down the road as far as whether we judge a season by success or failure— This team believes it is capable and ready to win. And this team believes that winning is all that matters. And that mindset change is huge. That mindset change is everything. As this young team looks to, as Jamal Mosley puts it, to level up, to take that next step up the rung, to improve that much more that is the task ahead of this Orlando Magic team. And obviously I've I've said this without mentioning any individual players because there is talent on this team. From first pick Paolo Bancaro to sophomores Franz Wagner, Jalen Suggs to uh, young veterans like Wendell Carter, Cole Anthony, Markel Fultz, even Jonathan Isaac. There is enough talent on this team to make something special happen. The question is how does all that talent come together and how do they integrate the things that they need to learn? That is very clearly the task ahead of the Orlando Magic this season. If they want to accomplish their goals, if they want to win more basketball games, it is truly about integrating that talent better. And if there's one big takeaway that I have from media day, it's that everybody understands that is what's ahead of them. And that is what they have to do next. We'll get to some of the newsier items from from Media Day, including injury updates coming up here in just a moment. Plus, we'll hear from Wendell Carter a little bit later on in the show. But first, a quick word for our pals at BetOnline. Betonline BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.
0: Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are... Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake, that is a fact. That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who could help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique.
1: there there was a bit of news coming out of of Orlando Magic Media Day. It wasn't the, you know, obviously this isn't the newsiest event. It's, you know, a lot of kind of silly questions sometimes. It's a lot of kind of generic questions. Um, The proof will be in the pudding. The proof will be when they get out on the floor for training camp starting today. Actually, they're probably, I'm recording this at 10.30 in the morning. They're they're practicing right now, I think. Um, It'll be in games and preseason games that are coming up as well. So there is plenty, 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 plenty more to get to as the Orlando Magic gets set for their upcoming season, but there was a bit of news that came out. We obviously spoke to Markel Foltz for the first time since he uh, broke broke his toe. He said that it happened. He kind of stubbed his toe walking around his house. It got bad, got really bad. It happens to all of us. Um, it's an unfortunate way to get an injury, you know. You know, but uh, Markel said that. You know, he ha- was having a really good offseason. He feels really, really good and confident that he'll be able to hit the ground running when he is cleared. Jeff Waltman did say he will not participate in training camp, likely will not be available in the preseason. They will reevaluate him after the preseason ends. So still a little bit of hope that he might play at the start of the season, although it, it does not seem super likely. Um, Markel spirit seemed pretty good about it. Um, you know, again, he feels pretty confident that his experience dealing with injuries, that he'll be able to... Bounce right back and get back into it very very quickly um, is is pretty prevalent. Gary Harris also will not be available for training camp again. Uh, Jeff Waltman I think said that he will be reevaluated after the preseason ends as well. Um, you know again he Waltman you know didn't want to get into speculation about Harris's didn't want to get into speculation about anybody's timetable for return. Um, but again Gary Harris likely out for the pre likely out for the preseason likely uh, likely out for the start of the season as well as he recovers from a torn meniscus. The big injury news, the one that we've all been waiting for, the one that we all needed to hear, was from Jonathan Isaac. Yes, we did talk to Jonathan Isaac. Um, Jonathan Isaac told Kobe Price of the Orlando Sentinel directly that he expects to play in twenty in the 2022-23 season. Just listening to Isaac talk, he uh, you can tell that he is itching to play uh, and that he believes that he will play. And And, and again, just listening to him, there, I would say there is a hundred percent confidence that he is going to play at some point this season. What Isaac said directly was that you know he's he he feel Isaac said directly if he was cleared to play he could play. Um, he feels that he is ready to play, uh, and so I don't think the issue with Jonathan. I you know I I I know I I forget who I I may have asked this question, but um, Jonathan Isaac said pretty directly, "I am fully recovered. Um, this is not about." The knee anymore. This is about putting all the pieces together to get me ready to play. Um, to me, that is a, a pretty big statement. And while you know Jeff Waltman was not committing to a to a timetable for a return, and it's not clear if he will play in the preseason or, or anything like that, um, I think it would be valuable for him to play preseason games. But that's just me. Um, Jonathan Isaac is very very confident that his return is. imminent might be too hard of a word to say, um, but is going to happen and likely very, very soon. Um, You listen to Isaac talk. um, He said, you know, and I think Jeff Waltman kind of echoed this as well. It's now, it's not so much about getting Isaac on the floor. He's on the floor. He's doing shooting drills. He's going to do non-contact drills with the team during training camp today. Um, He's, so he's on the floor. He's doing one-on-one. He's, you know, do, he's doing everything essentially but live action is is the way that it was described to us. He's doing drills where there are contact, where, they, where he is getting bumped. Um, he's doing shooting drills. He's doing all these different drills, uh, but where the magic medical staff is or what the next task is, it sounds like, is kind of putting all those drills together and putting all those things together to eventually clear him to be on the floor. Um, obviously, I think training camp and and this setting, uh, preseason especially, is a better setting to kind of control circumstances and control situations a little bit, um, so that so that you can get him those reps and get him, um, kind of get him on the floor in, in games that aren't meaningful. Um, you know, again, you know, I don't know how how common the practice is in the NBA, but coaches I know do call each other up and game plan a little bit what they're hoping to get out of a game. You know, they they may they may call a coach up and say, Hey, could you run some two, three zone for us? Can we get can we work we want to work on our zone offense this game? Um, you know, again, it could very well be that the team says, hey, you know, we're gonna get Isaac Isaac in the game. You know, we just, you know, you know, we wanna we wanna get him out there, you know, get him out there a little bit. Um that's kind of where the magic are at. And you know, again, Jeff Waltman, I think said it this way. Isaac kind of said it this way too. It's about putting all the pieces together to ramp him up for the court, uh, to ramp him up for play. And and that's the word that's always been used with Weltman. Um, Some people were confused by this saying, well, he's doing everything but playing. What's the holdup? And and that's a fair question to ask. Um, I think, you know, A, I think the big thing is just making sure Isaac's rested and able to do things. You know, uh, that's kind of the big concern. The other big concern, and I know Jeff Weltman has said this several, 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 several times, is... Jonathan Isaac hasn't played NBA basketball in two years, in two full two full calendar years, um, and so there is I think there is legitimate concern of just making sure that he can handle the physical rigor uh, without any setbacks. Um, you know, again, I think that is a, a growing theme too. Is you know when when Isaac's back on the floor, they want him there for good. They want no hey I need to pause for a couple of days to get some rest. They don't want anything like that. Um, again, I get the skepticism out there. I get the under, the, the questioning of like, oh, that, 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 that just seems weird. That's not how a lot of other players go through things. But that's just how it's working for the Magic. And unfortunately, that that's just how this process is going. The good news, though, does seem like Isaac is close. Um, if he feels he is fully recovered and maybe the medical staff, staff disagrees with that, but it does feel and, and seem like Isaac is going to make his return to the court at some point this season, and, and, and it does sound like it'll be somewhat early in the season, too. Everyone was talking about Isaac as if he is going to play, um, but that is that is the latest update, and that's, that's what we learn from Isaac um, uh, uh, there. We're going to finish the show off by listening to Wendell Carter during his availability during media day. Um, but before we get to that, um, I do want to just take a uh, a moment and a quick minute to remind everyone to take care of themselves during Hurricane Ian here. Um, especially my friends in Tampa and, and and the Gulf Coast, please, 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 please be safe um, during the during this hurricane. Um, you know, I, I've been telling people who are new to Central Florida uh, that usually by the time hurricanes get to us here in Orlando, they significantly weaken. Um, and, and this is not to make anybody afraid. I know Tampa has some flooding issues that they're concerned about, so there, there are evacuation orders in Hillsborough and, and I believe Pinellas County as well. I'm not as familiar with Tampa geography, so excuse me if, if that's not exactly right. Um, but for all those that are in the path of Hurricane Ian, please stay safe. Over the next two days, we're expecting to get impacts here on Wednesday and Thursday, maybe even a little bit into Friday. Um, this is a major storm, but one thing that Florida is fantastic at is handling hurricanes and handling storms. Um, you know, we could, we, we all may seem a little cavalier about it because we kind of know what what to do and what's up. Um, but uh, but you know, definitely take this seri- take this seriously. Do what you got to do to prepare, um, and uh, and and be safe out there uh, during during the storm as well. Listen to local officials uh, and the advice that they give. As well, so obviously Hurricane Ian is coming. Uh, it's not clear yet whether it's going to affect Magic practice, but that's obviously the least important of things um, uh, for for this team moving forward, um, uh, uh, and for everyone in this area moving forward. So, so please be safe out there um, if you're in the path of Hurricane Ian. When we come back to close the show, we will hear
0: from Wendell Carter on media day. This is Jake from Locked On. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: How excited are you to get things going officially tomorrow with the start of camp? Yeah, I'm super excited, man. Um, like you said, I put in a lot of work individually and you know, some of the games that we've played, you know, playing with each other these last couple of days, like, I've definitely seen the improvement in all my teammates, um, just about getting in shape. Um, being better shooters, being more, better decision makers, things like that, so um, I'm super excited to just get the ball rolling well it tomorrow, for sure. You know, along those lines, uh, you know, the old saying is iron sharpens iron, so, you know, when you look at this group and just how competitive can camp be and, and help all of you guys make in, incremental growth? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know with us being so deep in terms of uh, you know, each position everybody is really good, I feel like it's, it's a perfect opportunity for us to you know, get better not only in training camp but just all season, you know, throughout practices and things like that. Um, you know, we have a lot, a lot of great players on this team and you know, as long as we come with that energy, you know, each and every day to understand that, you know, us going against each other, playing really hard is just, uh, just going to make us better as a group. So I feel like if we approach that, um, especially going into the training camp and then for the rest of the season, I think the sky's the limit for us.
1: Coach Mosley's Coach Mosley's talked like all off season about the team needs to, to level up and then to kind of do the little things that, that it takes to win. What what does that kind of phrase mean to you? And, and where do you see your your need to, to kind of take that next step? Um. You
2: no. Know, when it comes to leveling up, you know, I, I look at it as you know we we have to do a better job of holding each other accountable. You know, we were really good individuals last year, but I feel like as a group is where we struggle, you know, late game situations, things like that. And you know, when it comes to holding each other accountable, you know, not not sugarcoating anything, telling everybody what it is, exactly, you know, how it is and when it happens and things like that. I feel like that's, you know, a next step for us. You know, whether the person likes it or not, I think that's the most important thing so that we don't make the same mistakes over and over again. And I think that's that's what will make us will help us level up and become better players or better team.
1: This is this is you know so fairly young young team I and mean, I think you're you're probably you know considered one of the veterans on veterans in the group. Yeah. Um h- how important is that leadership role and, and where does leadership come from you know with with the with as you're trying to hold each other accountable with, with this kind of a group?
2: Um you know it's it's a fairly new role that I've stepped into. You know since I've gotten to the Orlando Magic, that's kind of the role that they wanted me to embrace. Um, you know, when we going into my second year I kind of know you know how well you know some of my teammates respond to certain certain leadership things that I may do. Um, some guys don't mind if I yell at them. Some guys don't mind if uh, I just talk to them normally, pull them to the side. Some guys like it when I lead by example. So you know, I've learned that a lot from a different, uh, a lot of my teammates. But I'm also, you know, being a great leader is also understanding when you're wrong too. You know, When people are able to tell me you know, when I need to do something better, when I need you know, to uh, pass the ball better, rebound better, whatever the case may be, you know, being able to respond to that kind of stuff, I think that's what makes a great leader also
0: talked a little bit when we did the tour here about how kind
2: of what you've seen from him. But what, what kind of role you know, how do you envision like you two playing together in the front Um court? it's unique. You know, we're we're both pretty versatile, big man. Um, I feel like it just makes us so much more deadly, um, especially in the front court. Um, you know, with him being able to bring the ball to the court, come off pick and rolls, you know, he can do a, a little bit of everything and I feel like, um, especially coming from Duke, you know, he understands, he knows how to win, and I feel like, you know, I, I think it's very important, you know, for him and for all of us, you know, to kind of establish that and keep that, that, that demeanor going for him, um, you know, because he was the number one pick, and you know, number one pick usually goes to, you know, not the best team in the league, so I want him to understand that, you know, what he did to get here is good enough. You know, it's going to be a lot of people telling him what he should do, a lot of people from outside of here. Tell him what he should do, what he shouldn't do, but you know, my, my biggest thing in him is just you know being true to himself, being who he is, because who he is is pretty damn good. So that's probably that's that's my biggest thing for him, and I feel like we can feed off each other really well.
0: So before the draft, I spoke with Emil Jefferson, and he said that when Powell got to campus, he had heard about how big he was, and yeah. then he saw him on the floor. Yeah. Uh, similar experience. Absolutely. for
2: you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I was hearing a lot of things about him being a really big player, things like that, but. Uh, when he came, when he came uh, to the facility for the first time, and I saw how big he was, I'm like, oh yeah, he, he's legit. He's legit for sure.
0: And then to be that age and be able to do that <laughs> athletically, it's uh, <laughs> pretty impressive, isn't
2: it? Yeah, absolutely. I think he's gonna, he's gonna be a, a star in the making from the very first game. Good
0: question in the question is back. Um,
2: how do you feel about yourself going into the season? You know, you look, your body looks a bit good, you know, you look a bit good. What you mean by that? I don't know what you mean by that, sir. Can you elaborate on the um, question? Just, uh, how do you feel about your team, actually? I, think I, I, guess, actually, um, team? I got the best point guard in the, in the world on my team, so... I feel like, oh, he's just going to make me better, so I'm excited for that. <laughs> Wendell, with so many young, lengthy wings in the court, how much pressure do you put on yourself to to go out there and show that you can control the glass in a way that will really elevate their game as well? Um, you know, that's, 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 wait, I'm sorry, can you repeat so like, the question again? My so bad. many lengthy wings on your team, oh. how much pressure do you put on yourself to lead by example and control the glass? Um, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of who I am. That's kind of, you know, what I would like to be remembered as one of the best rebounders to do it. So, you know, that's something I go into every game, every practice, whatever the case may be. I was just showcasing that, and I feel like you know, with us, like you said, having lengthy wings that can get out and run, build the court knowing that I'm gonna get the board if it's in my area, um, is very important. You know, we got guys like Franz, JI when he gets back, um, Jalen Sucks who like to attack the glass or um, on the offensive end I'd like to get to the get to the rim. So I think in transition they'll understand that you know, when the ball is in my area, I'm gonna get it. And that just makes you know, the game a lot easier for all of them. What aspect do you game have like, you worked on the most, especially like with working alongside power? Um you know, being a, a better shooter more consistent shooter you know, I feel like I, I'm definitely going to be uh, have higher percentages this year from the three-point line and then just my confidence and my stamina you know, being able to withstand everything that I'm gonna go through this season and still be able to play all 82 games and um, you know just taking my shots from there, there. You know, I think I did a really I took a really big jump in that last year and I think it's another jump I can take in terms of uh, praying for myself and things like that. But for any athlete, being comfortable on the court is obviously a priority. We saw you last year struggle with getting poked in the eye and wearing all sorts of different eyewear, and yeah.
0: getting knocked off.
2: Where are you at putting in this year with the glasses, with the eyewear? Where are we at? Yeah, so I got a little style going on now. I got, I got some, a couple of new pairs of goggles I'm gonna wear this year. Um, I kind of just took it on as a fashion statement. I'm gonna just use for the for the rest of my career. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I am with, in terms of the eyewear. Man. How, Can how we get sturdy are they?
0: Rendition of your, uh, magic, magic country. Let's, let's ride. You? Can we get another rendition of what you were doing over there? Your magic yeah, country. Right. <laughs>
2: let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> you, you want me to do it for real? No, so please. Uh, what, what was the state? What did I say? I don't know. Magic, magic.
0: magic Nation. Let's ride. Yee-haw,
2: imagination, let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> Wendell, uh,
0: question. You were talking about the goggles, right? Any plans of bringing the Horace Crank goggles out?
2: Yeah, I'm going to hit. I'm gonna have to hit him up because I want the originals, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I got to hit up Horace. He was out there in Chicago when I was there. I, I saw him a lot, so I'll be able to hit him up. I got his number. so I'll text
1: him <laughs> so... A lot, of the, a lot of the same players from uh, essentially the whole roster is back from last year. How how, how important is that going to be for you guys to kind of help you hit the ground running and, and, and have that familiarity with how each other kind of works, how each other uh, other plays, and, and with the system that you guys are running? That's important.
2: Um, you know, like a, a lot of teams around the league made a lot of changes this year. Um, even some of the best teams made changes, and it just shows that you know we got a front office that believes in us, we got a coaching staff that believes in us because this is not – this is not, you know, this is pretty rare that a, that a team stays together, especially after a record we just had. Um, so I'm excited. Like, I feel like, you know, with a year under our belt, we understand what we all like, what we don't like, how we respond to certain things. So I feel like it's just going to work in our favor and help us win our games this year. In,
0: in terms of uh, team health, you were a lot more banged up last year than you were done. How can you see that making a difference in terms of your record, winning-wise? Do you think that's going to make this team a lot better on paper that we're healthy? Absolutely,
2: absolutely. Just, you know, just having being available is one of the, the, the biggest skills you can have in this league, and you know, I think a lot of our guys understand that. And then you know, just having us all out there with all our strengths that we have, I feel like we just it just makes us so much better. So I'm just excited to like really see the whole squad together at 100. You know, and, um, unfortunately we're not going to start the season like that, but eventually. Once we get to that point, like, I'm excited for how that will look.
0: Yeah, because uh, truly last year we were had two people down from uh, long-term knee injuries, so you think yeah. that's going to make a large difference? In terms absolutely, of team, right?
2: absolutely. Okay. No, they'll, Markel went number one for a reason, and JI I think, went six in his draft or five or something like that for a reason. So, you know, just I'm just ready for them to showcase that.
1: Well, that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at philiprrmd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in. Him like Google, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places in the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com and follow us on Twitter there at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, go make Your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Josh Lloyd hosting number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. We'll have more from Orlando Magic training camp and the first day of practice coming up on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic. Until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this is Phil Ross. We'll see you next time for another episode.